Welcome to the Plan Vision Podcast, where we share simple, straightforward investment and planning ideas for normal people. The description in this podcast is for informational purposes only. Do not construe this as personal tax, financial, or legal advice for your situation. Hello, this is Mark Sorrell with the Plan Vision Podcast. One of the things I help almost all my clients do is set up their portfolio, or that we help our clients do, and that involves the right mix of stocks and bonds, the asset allocation, and a part of this is typically a decision about whether or not or how much to include of U.S.-based investments or international or overseas investments. So I get different attitudes, and I work with a client base that's Americans here in the States and, and people abroad. So I thought I'd provide some some thoughts on how I view this decision-making process with some, uh, maybe a little bit of background as well. Um, well, for, we have to keep in mind that when you're making a decision to structure a portfolio, what you want to do is you want to have a better rate of return, a higher rate of return. And you can do that if you want to try and pick individual stocks or individual sectors or individual countries. If you're doing that, the intention of doing that it's to try to make more money for yourself. However, what most of us, I would hope, have realized is that, that you start doing that kind of stuff and you're lacking diversification, you're introducing more risk in your portfolio. You can do better, but the risk is greater that you won't do as well. And so what, what we preach and what's very common in the financial services industry and amongst most seasoned investors is the benefits of diversification, investing around the world with a global mix of stocks and bonds. And we prefer a simple low cost mix using index funds or uh, uh, ETFs. The fact of the matter is that many companies, even mid-sized companies and many small companies, what, wherever they're headquartered, do business around the world anyway. And typically any large company from any uh, established developed market does business in many countries around the world. So really, it comes down to, in many respects, a personal choice. What do you want to do? You know, do you want more US? Do you want more Asia? Do you want more of emerging markets? Are you interested in, you know, going heavy on Scandinavia? Is that where you think it's going to happen in the next 10 years? So you have the flexibility with all the choices that we have now of constructing a portfolio that could really be quite uh, I, I suppose, unique in, in how you put your assets together. And people in America and people around the world can do that. And in these different markets around the world, there are many different attitudes towards how we go about working from country to country and culture to culture. There are different accounting practices in countries and regions around the world, different pension systems, clearly diff different demographics, different political systems that can all affect the performance of the markets and the capital systems in those countries. Now, if you go way back and you look at the performance of international markets or what we in the States call international markets, which is everything but the U.S., over long periods of time, international markets have been erratic, but they've also provided very strong rates of return historically. Also, they have been a good way for an American, as it were, to get diversification. Last, I don't know, 15, 20 years, some of the international markets have tended to kind of move in sync with the U.S. markets. However, if you look at the period from 2000 through 2009, when the U.S. and, and many of the developed markets were struggling, emerging markets provided many investors that had exposure to emerging markets some good returns. And so you, got, so you benefited from that. But what's happened the last 10 years? Well, the U.S., 
is performing well again. International markets aren't performing as well again. Emerging markets perform aren't, for, aren't performing as well as the U.S. Uh, as the U.S. markets. It's interesting as I talk with a lot of my clients. I have American clients who just, you know, we kind of know the states, more interested in investing here in the U.S., perfectly fine. I rarely, in fact, I can't even remember if I've talked to anybody that said, oh, I don't want to invest in the U.S. In fact, amongst my non-U.S. clients, people from all around the world, they tend to actually have a little bit of a U.S. bias. They just kind of want a little bit more of the U.S. And they may be impacted by looking at some of the recent returns numbers for the U.S., the S&P 500. And of course, some of the heavyweights that have been so influential in the financial services industry and certainly the indexing community, John Bogle said, all you ever really need is the S&P 500 because so many of these companies are international. Warren Buffett's simple mix is the S&P 500 U.S. treasuries. So hard to go wrong, really, if you're just going to follow their advice. A little bit unusual, and most practitioners in the industry do promote classic asset allocation, classic diversification, which includes international markets. And that's what I do as well. I use a Vanguard target date fund, and it has, my gosh, about 35% overseas, which has lagged other markets or other investments that don't have those international uh, numbers. But I don't care. I'm invest for the long run. I believe that international will provide value over the next 25, 30, 35 years. So where am I following down on this? There's no right way to go about doing this. I encourage my clients to have a globally diversified portfolio and to include international-based investments in their mix. On the other hand, if you don't want to do that, perfectly fine. If you want to go heavy on the U.S., I'm not going to stand in your way. There's certainly a lot of other countries that you could weight your investments in, and I would be a little bit more pessimistic about that. So there you go. Let me know if you have any questions at all. Thank you for listening to the Plan Vision Podcast. Let us know if you have any questions or comments on the topics covered.